0: gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Neil World Order Podcast, where it is officially the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Well, except I don't. You know, I at first I was like, okay, we'll come back to that, but I, I think I'm in one of those ornery, grumpy, want to kick someone in the teeth moods that Scott always seemed to enjoy about me. He said that was uh, part of my charm. So I was just thinking today, and um, I was out. I was trying to grab some dinner. I told you guys I've been doing the DoorDash thing, like delivering, which is actually really easy and really great money. If you have kids that are at least 18 years old and they want some easy money, I'm telling you, like if somebody would, I don't put a ton of time into it and I'm making at least 200 bucks a week. I'm talking like maybe 10 hours tops, honestly, 15 to 10 hours and a couple hours here, a couple hours there. I don't do long periods. Um, We were fortunate enough to get out of work early today and I did it like three to eight and I made like 85 bucks, I believe it was anyways. Um. So through the course of things, um, I'm going off the top of my head right now just because I'm like, Ugh. you know, I was picking up my dinner today. I'm not going to name the place but because um, I don't blame them. You know, kids are in there working, uh, the few people that want to work. You know, lines are long. It's busy. There's not enough people. There's probably not enough product. I heard them. there was something I wanted they were out of. I heard them tell a couple other people they were out of things. And I got to thinking, you know, when it, it started to soak in, you know, and I was like, wow, we're, we're on the verge of being like Venice, USA, Whela, um, you know, because we're going to run out of things. There aren't things on the shelves. So like you go to your stores, the shelves are empty. You go to our coals here. And yeah, I'm not in a huge, major metropolitan market, but like, I swear to God, the racks are like 10 feet apart. You could, you could drive a go-kart. In between them, where sometimes you usually walk through, and you're like, you know, I'm a big guy, so you're bumping into shit. And, but there's so much room now because there's a complete lack of product in stores. Uh, things are going to get, things are continuing to go in short supply, and it goes in cycles of what it is. You know, last year was toilet paper, paper towel, and wipes. This year, I don't know, it's candy. You know, it'll be meat, or just the price of things goes up. There's no one to. Fill the shelves. Eventually, the surplus of wherever these things are gonna are coming from are gonna dry up, and it's it's true because like even like a shipping container, like those containers that come on barges, pre-COVID it was like three grand a shipping container to bring over. You know the price of one is now for anyone sending merchandise, food, cars, twenty-two grand. So the price has gone up like sevenfold, which is freaking crazy. For what? You know? And so now you've got things costing seven times as much. You've got nobody there to even unload the cargo that comes in because just like here in my small town, where, I, you know, I asked my wife earlier, I was like, where did all the workers go? Like in this area? I mean, there weren't a lot of people that died from the Rona here. Like, in this... I don't know what... Wisconsin was like 6,000 people out of, like, almost 6 million. It's not a lot of those people. bulk of them had extenuating health circumstances, and most of them were 65 and older. Which is kind of consistent everywhere, but let's be real. No one's going to tell you that. Um, You know, and I'm like... So, so where are these people? You know, everywhere you go, and we talked about this, where stores are—they're closed on a certain day. Their hours. Burger King here closes at 7 p.m. I think the Burger King here has barely been open a year. Uh, the service is usually pretty good. I don't think they've ever screwed up my order. The kids are always friendly. And I'll be honest, when they opened it, I was like, God, they're never going to be able to staff that place in the first place. But, you know, they're doing the best they can, and they're always real polite when it takes a while and this and that. So, you know, I I don't hold it against them. I was a little crabby tonight with my dinner. I didn't, you know, I wouldn't really say anything to the kids, but I was grumpy. Um, Colby, the beagle, had uh, some stomach issues, and pretty much, I know, she got up at, like, midnight, 3.30, 5 a.m., and then I was up for the day at, like, 6.30, because she... uh, has a little bit of the Rhea from something she's dealing with. She'll be fine, in theory. Um, but, you know, she's a good dog. She's you know, she been in, in the bed with us. She actually woke us up. Uh, and the one time she, it took me too long to get up and out of bed, she did her best to wake me up. I just don't wake up very easily. She hit the pee pad with her mess, and it was kind of like, <clears throat> and then I could smell it. That's literally how it went. I know that probably just grossed you all out, but, like, it, oh, my God, it was a fucking toxic smell. It's probably what this country is going to smell like when we turn back into Venezuela, USA. You know, and if you want to be mad at somebody for this and you want to point fingers and I don't know, you can see I'm being negative, I'm being ugly or whatever. You can blame the liberals. This is all their fault. Like, this is what they want. I mean, they're not smart enough to realize that this is what they vote for. This is the agenda they support. Because they're just so misinformed. I mean, they're out, argue, you know, telling everybody to uh, get vaxxed and everything else, not looking at the real shit that's going around because, well, they're dumb. They're, they're they're like puppies and babies. They're easy to distract, you know, with shiny things and misdirection. And, you know, they never see the forest for the trees. But, like, I, I guess it really frustrates me because, you know, when I look at these things, because I'm like, I, fuck, I, I, I fucking hate liberals. I do. So if you're a liberal, even if you're my friend, secretly I hate you, and I imagine your head under a boot heel. That's just how it is, you know. And in time, that's probably what will happen if we're being real and the way things are going. So you know, keep thinking you guys are on the right side of history. Maybe you may think that, but you're going to be on the wrong side of a boot heel eventually. That's the only way this ends. Um, but yeah, that and. Totally pulling a 180 here now that I've I've kind of vented about that. The randomest social media argument with people I got into this week, and it kind of blew my mind. You know, it's kind of like when people honestly advocate. I I almost looked at this as someone who would, like, honestly advocate for Casey Anthony. Um, So apparently Limp Bizkit uh, performed at Lollapalooza and, you know, I wasn't aware of that because Lollapalooza is stupid and commercial now, and it's dumb, and it was in Chicago, and Chicago's a shithole. They actually call it, like, Chirac here because all more people have been killed in Chicago from gunfire than COVID, but, you know, the news doesn't want to talk about that. Um, so somebody posted a video on TikTok or whatever, and they were the, the gist of it was people were all excited that uh, Limp Biscuit was back or performing or whatever, and, um, I just joked that, you know, as if they weren't fucking terrible the first time they were around, and, uh, everyone really got, like, uh, um, way more people agreed with me, because Limp Biscuit does suck, they did suck, they're always gonna suck, but, like, even one of the comparisons, like, oh, well, you should go listen to In Sync. And I was like, do you really think Limp Biscuit was any harder than In Sync? I mean, you know, Fred Durst was like a boy bandish kind of wannabe rocker, talk singer. He kind of did like what Sam Hunt does in country with, I don't know, shit metal or whatever you wanted to call what that stuff was. Um, but yeah, it, it blew my mind. People were like, how many people were, like, so pro Limp Biscuit and I was like, wow, how sad, you know, that there's people out there that think that's good music, I mean, I, I guess it makes sense, Nickelback exists, Dave Matthews still tours, um, you know, Drake has sold millions of albums somehow, so, I, I mean, shit music is a thing, there's, there's a whole niche of people that like to listen to that. You know, just like there's even grown men who listen to Florida Georgia Line. Um, You know, but what are you going to do? So speaking of cool bands, and I'll get shit for this now, for uh, (laughs) the band that we have this week. Uh, Our musical journey this week takes us to Athens, Georgia, and the band R.E.M. With my tastes in music, like I said so many times, being all over the place, I think I often forget about bands that I love, or music that I love. And R.E.M. is honestly a band that I love. Um, they have a phenomenal catalog of music. Um, I'm sure everyone has heard Shiny Happy People or Losing My Religion. Everybody Hurts. Um, there's a lot more to love about R.E.M. than those songs. Personally, I hated Shiny Happy People. Which, anyone who knows me, it, it makes sense. Because that song is like my arch enemy because I'm anything but a shiny, happy person. Um, You know, I'm a skeptic, I'm kind of curmudgeon, and the song just describes the type of people I hate and want to stab in the throat. But I I honestly, you know, I I sat and thought about this at work the other day. You know, instead of doing work, I was working on this. And um, I was like, how and when did I get turned on to REM? How did this, you know... And I thought maybe it was the song Orange Crush... Which is an older R.E.M. song Um, It could have been earlier But sitting here I I honestly Had No idea None whatsoever Um, You know the title Of this episode uh, End of the world as we know it That was actually the walkout song at my wedding I know right Like who walks out to end of the world as we know it By R.E.M. I do bitches Um R.E.M's released over 15 albums over the 31 year career they sold 90 million albums had two albums hit number 1 uh, out of time which was their most successful album and strangely the other number 1 album was monster which i actually thought is when they started w- was on their downside it, you know i think that was the one with like uh, bang and blame and what's the frequency kenneth which it was kind of like a more garage electric sound they were gearing towards. I think that was kind of the whole grunge thing. Um, my personal favorite album is Automatic for the People, which only hit number two, which I'm like, wow, because through and through, I think that's their, their best album. You know, it had the songs Man on the Moon, the song kind of about Andy Kaufman. They had the Jim Carrey movie, the biopic about Andy Kaufman by the same name. Um, some of you are like, who the fuck's Andy Kaufman? Um, maybe I'm showing my age. Look up Andy Kaufman. There's people out there that think he faked his death, that he's still real. He was a comedian, and then he somehow he got intertwined with wrestling with Jerry Lawler. And um, he, he kind of, like, stayed in character all the time. So he was always working an angle on somebody. Uh, he was actually, like, a crazy form of brilliant. Uh, also on the album was uh, Everybody Hurts, Drive. Night Swimming, Sweetness Follows, um, like I said, I feel through and through, it's, it's their best work. It used to be one of those albums in college, in college I used to go to sleep to music a lot, like I would let a CD play, um, Automatic for the People was one of them, um, Sarah McLaughlin's Fumbling Towards Ecstasy, um, The Last of the Mohicans uh, instrumental soundtrack was one, uh, for a while there, I'm not even going to lie, I think Scott can vouch for this. Not that he was sleeping in my bed. He wasn't most nights, anyways. Um, Dido. Uh, it was always had to be something calm and relaxing that kind of would help me drift away. Um, now I just sleep with dogs, fan noise, and it being like a meat locker. It's so cold in my bedroom. Uh, my all-time personal favorite R.E.M. song is a song called "A uh, Half a World Away. It's on uh, Out of Time. Uh, R.E.M. was actually inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2007. I believe Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam actually uh, inducted them. They amicably split up in 2011, Um, just stopped making music. Uh, I believe Peter Buck, one of the founding members, has passed away since then. I believe he had cancer or something. Um, Lead singer Michael Stipe. I always thought he had a, a really cool voice and the songs were always very well crafted and arranged and they they kind of they were one of those bands that could evolve and not get too weird to where you couldn't listen to them anymore they kind of knew you know they they knew their outline i guess where to stay and they just kind of would go from this left to right to left to right as far as their music but never going outside of the lines of their box um but yeah rm's really good um Like, it may not be for everyone, but if you try listen to some of this stuff, you know, and some of you know who R.A.M. is, maybe some younger people don't, maybe people listening in South Africa or Zimbabwe or wherever we're getting listeners this week, which is totally awesome, and I've still yet to hear from any of you guys, but whatever. Um, So, yeah, check out R.A.M., let me know what you think. Um, Before long, you may need papers to go to the store and buy an R.A.M. CD. I mean, can you buy CDs? Like, is that a thing anymore? Um, I've been buying more vinyl, I think, than anything, but. So we're seeing more places now kind of get on board with this whole, I don't know if you, vaccine, passport, papers. This is fucking insane, people. And we told you, us people who call bullshit on this, I got a burp. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, sorry. That was for your mother. Um,. We told you shit like this was coming. We literally said, with all this bullshit, stuff like this was coming. So New York is like this now. San Francisco, you have to have papers to go into a restaurant. But you're still free to shit in the street without any form of paper or anything like that. Looked into it, you're still all good there. Uh, You know, you may have to use your papers to wipe because there could be a toilet paper shortage there. It is California, after all. Um, You know, even here in Wisconsin, uh, Summerfest, which is... You know, the, this country's largest music festival. It generally happens, uh, like, the last week of June to 4th of July in Milwaukee. Um, and and the, there's, like, a million concerts there going on at once. It's not like a Lollapaloo. There's all these different stages. There's the big amphitheater with, like, you know, you, you pay to get in there. Some of the other stages are free, you know, and they'll have anywhere. You know, there's, like, the country one. It's, like, Kenny Chesney, Tim McGraw, Toby Keith. um you know, they'll have big acts in the amphitheater. You know, Luke Bryan's been there. Um, I don't know, we saw The Fray one year. Not that, I guess, The Fray or Big Kiss, Kid Rock, Foo Fighters. Um, pretty much everybody. I mean, you know, you, there's, uh, the, you know, they do a Harley Davidson stage. And, you know, you'll get retro act. You get, like, your ZZ Top's, Your, uh, I don't know, your Huey Lewis and the News. You know, there's an 80s area. Uh, we've seen Andrew and Jack's Mannequin there before. I've seen Ben Folds. Uh, Holland Oates were there. One year we went and saw Peter Gabriel. It's pretty fucking terrible. Um, but yeah, so you're either going to need a vaccine passport or a negative COVID test like in the last 48 or 72 hours to get into Summerfest, which should be really interesting to see how it goes. Usually... The crowd there, there's always some wild shit that happens. And meanwhile, while they're preparing for this to happen, actually, in the beginning of September, Summerfest, it got pushed back, so it didn't happen in June. Like I was saying, it's going to happen in the beginning of September. Wisconsin State Fair is going on right now, and I believe you can just go in there and sneeze and lick and rub your boogers all over each other. Um, I don't go to that. I hate crowds. I hate people. But, you know, here we come, like, a month I'm not even now, because what is it, like, fifth, middle of August 13th? It's actually Friday the 13th, bitches. Um, so, I, I just, I, I have a hard time believing, or even stomaching, that we would need proof of vaccination to enter anywhere. Yeah, and I find it ironic, it's like, remember, forever, it seemed like, you know, the stupid fucking liberals were calling Trump Hitler. Like, these are literally Nazi policies. You know, they were used in Germany years ago. You know, and and if you're okay with this, you're not an American. It's not a good for everyone thing and people who don't want to do that. They're not being selfish. You're a fucking idiot if you think your health is important to anyone other than you. Even you people out here that listen, and I love you all and think, your health isn't my responsibility and I don't care about it. Just being real. Take it for what it's worth. Um, But yeah, if you're okay with this, you're not an American. You're Nazi. You know, we're worried about the spread so much that we condemn. They condemn the rally in Sturgis, but uh, nobody says anything about Lollapalooza last week in Chicago, which actually has over 200 reported COVID cases tracked back to it. Um, like I said, Lollapalooza was garbage. And if you were one of the clowns still attending shit like this, Jesus, just tie a bag over your head and call it a day. It works better than a mask. Um, you know, and then you had Obama's, I don't know, was it 60th, 69th? I don't know, whatever birthday party. It's, it's too many. I mean, unfortunately, the guy's still alive. Um, you know, the elites gathered in masses, unmasked, unsocial distance and not that I'm for any of that, but these are the people that are preaching it to you and telling you to do it. But it's kind of like, Hey, you do what we say. We do what we want. Uh, There's video proof. There's been pictures released. Um, I I saw the next day when it was being talked about a CNN reporter actually referred to the crowd. Like this is how they were making excuses or advocating for what happened at the Obama's Martha's Vineyard uh, Cape, whatever birthday party was it was a he the lady actually referred to the crowd as a sophisticated vaccinated crowd like you can't make that shit up there's people in the world that like they fucking think like that like boom I'm like what and there's actually been 69 positive um, no I didn't just say 69 because it's a funny number positive COVID tests that can be traced back or stemming from the Obama party which uh, you know, that sophisticated vaccinated crowd can apparently still get the virus, but then they'll be like, well, they're vaccinated, so they're going to be okay. They still fucking got it, you know? Um, You know, and then think about it. They're going to pull this shit at your school. Some schools have already said uh, kids are going to be wearing masks. You know, you, it's going to be in your grocery stores, hospitals, assuming all the staff doesn't fucking quit when they mandate the, uh, vaccine some hospitals have some hospitals you know what good bad or you don't get to tell people like I I have issues with that don't tell what I do when I'm there I do you don't you don't run my life um and they're this vax crowd liberal they're gonna continue to push and we can't just push them back in my, my eyes I feel like we have to destroy anyone that would try to impose this stuff on us it isn't something that can be debated with diplomacy. It's going to require fighting. And, you know, everyone who's not willing to bend the knee to this, they need to organize. And more than likely, you're not going to be able to use social media to do it because liberals can say whatever they want on social media. But anyone oppose, anyone of any opposing views, you'll get banned. You'll get censored. You'll get Facebook jailed. They'll take down your post. They'll flag it. You know, social media platforms are another tool of liberal propaganda so these platforms you know overflow with liberal idiocy and common sense honestly gets drowned out there um (laughs) speaking of facebook your boy here had been in facebook jail for seven days till this morning and in my defense i was just telling some old guy he touches kids which in my defense there's no proof that he doesn't i mean i'm just gonna leave it right there he's lucky i don't give his name here nobody i know he's somebody who lives in the area um I guess this is my issue. You should be able to say whatever you want. whenever you want to whoever you want. Who cares? Like, I, a lot of people disagree with me. I, I, I have people that disagree with that in my own house. I don't care if I hurt your feelings. And that doesn't mean I'm just being mean. But it's just like, you know, and this is the world in general. If some words upset you, you're probably a pussy. Like, end of the day. I'm not talking about a fight with your family or what, but just in general, somebody's like, you know, gets mad because you're making fun of their favorite band, Limp Bizkit, and they get all upset and butthurt over it. Well, dude, you tried living. Well, you're just not very good at this. Maybe you should give it up. But every day though, we hear about some social media platform that's continuing to ban, censor, putting someone, putting up there the, the fact check. note. These are stupid because they don't fact check shit. In all seriousness, it's just a narrative check. And social media is the worst creation ever. It's worse than Weapons of Mass Destruction. It's worse than the Kardashians. It's worse than a double live Nickelback album. And it's just, uh, I don't know, It's, it's fucking terrible. It's like having to watch Everybody Loves Raymond for the rest of your life. And we all use it, you know, that's the... The other part, you know, and now nowadays everyone wants to be an influencer. But can you, like, just just say that out loud? And you laugh, but your your kids probably want to do it. They think, oh yeah, if I just uh, show people how to wear makeup or to where to buy clothes and how to shop at Goodwill or how to wipe your ass and get the most poo off with the least amount of toilet paper. I'll be an influencer, and the only influencer I need is what's in this glass that I'm drinking right now, which would be some uh, salty watermelon whiskey from yours, Old Smoky, of course, because I love it, and it's good. <sighs> but more than this, I want everyone to just stop for a moment. I want you to think about what your children have been through since this whole COVID nonsense began. Think about the masks in classrooms, wearing masks while participating in sports or other activities. Yeah, that happened here. Like, kids were literally playing fucking basketball with masks on. If that's not the dumbest goddamn thing you've ever seen, other than the fact that people voted for Joe Biden and think they did something right. You know, or maybe your kids had no activities at all. Being distanced in their classroom, doing virtual learning. Think about the effect all of this has had on their mental well being, on their perception of the world. You know, think about kids that are going into first grade or maybe even second grade. Like, masks in school are all they know. Like, how fucked up is that? Um, You know, it's going to shape their perception of the world or this country or even their own futures. I want you to think about that. Then I want you to look at the pictures from that god awful motherfucker Obama's birthday party. And like I said, it's unfortunate this POS has lived to be 60. But the blatant disregard these people have for the exact rules they expect you to abide by, come on. It's horseshit. You know, think about the hundreds and thousands at that party just living it up. No mass, no social distance, you know, having the time of their life. But remember when we were all told, hey, if you work hard, and maybe maybe we can gather for 4th of July. Also look at the way the media pretty much ignored it. You know, the way they ignore every idiotic thing the left is a part of. I mean, if you don't believe that, um, Hunter Biden, enough said. Um, if you love your kids, you should be pretty pissed off. One, because obviously Obama is still unfortunately around. And two, because they throw it in your face with no regard. They say fuck you. You know, remember? They're, they're a very sophisticated vaccinated crowd. And, well, we're fucking peasants. If you need any more proof that news is fake after hearing that, I, I honestly, I, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Like, you're not even trying at that point. That's just, you know, where we, where we came. And, you know, at some point we've got to say no. We're not going to do this. You're not going to make us do this. You know, I've been telling people from day one, if everyone would just understand the power they have, if everyone tomorrow decides we don't have mask mandates in the stores and stuff, I think there might be little signs up, but fuck them. I didn't care when they were major things. I don't care now. But if everyone just said that went in and said, yeah, we're not going to do it, they're not going to do anything. If everyone that worked at the hospital says, you know what? Yeah, we're just not going to do it. You know, and I have a hard time believing that um, hospitals are overflowing and overworked, but we're willing to fire people who won't be guinea pigs. Like, that doesn't make sense. If you need all hands on board, you're probably not going to start firing people over ideological differences. You know, if you even think about, like, the Delta variant, um, with most viruses, you know, and I think I saw this on Facebook earlier, I think Bailey, Scott's wife, posted it, so Bailey, I'll give you a shout out that, like, how many times you go, have you, yourself, or taken one of your kids to the doctor, and what does the doctor say about a virus? Well, it's just a virus, it just has to run its course, tells you to stay hydrated, maybe doesn't really give you anything, tells you to keep taking whatever it is you bought over the counter, Sudafed, I don't know, Tylenol, sinus, whatever, um... And it runs its course, you know, and you get better, you know, and just like every virus has a variant, but you know, the, the origin virus scientifically, when a variant is created, it's always weaker. Like that's always been the case because if it's stronger than it kills off the original vi- virus, you know, it's kind of like you're not going to make some, you know, when you're organic and you split and you create into other things, you're not going to make something that's going to destroy yourself like you don't have children to kill you and take over for you so somehow this delta variant till they get to i don't know what's the next one lambda edward fudge variant they're all made up um they should never be stronger than the original virus but you know the delta variant and this lambda variant or whatever are the ones that are attacking and doing more harm on the vaccinated people than they are the unvaccinated people. But they're not going to tell you that. Just like they're going to tell you the hospitals in Austin, Texas are overflowing. I posted a video today of a guy who said he sat there for eight hours. Didn't see anyone come through the drive through line for a rapid test. The car garage was all but empty. There were 18 total cars in a hospital parking lot. In a hospital that was considered level five by the CDC or the health department or whatever meaning they were overflowing, they were overrun, and there were 18 cars in the parking lot. Man, the the COVID people didn't walk there. They didn't get dropped off by helicopter. They didn't parachute. They didn't teleport. You're being lied to. They can throw any number they want at you because, I mean, how are you going to verify it? I could tell you 40 million people died from COVID yesterday. and I mean, Some of you might believe it. Some of you might be like, poor shit. And rightfully you should. But it's all scare tactics. That's why i have telling you, you've been seeing percentages. You're not hearing actual numbers. And look how they're trying to just talk about Florida, you know, or Texas. They want to attack the states that have pretty much told the federal government to suck a fat one. There's lots of people that live in Illinois. Why aren't they talking about it there? There's lots of people that live in North Carolina. There's lots of people that live in Oregon. You know why aren't why aren't we hearing about these places? Well, no, because you know right now we've we've got to do everything we can to try to make Texas and Florida look bad. Which props the Desantis for pretty much telling Biden to go fuck himself. You know we're so worried about. What people are doing in Florida, but we don't give a shit about all the illegals and God. Like if I'm China and I want to invade this country, which they very may well do, because eventually they're going to need our land and our resources. They're going to come in from Mexico. You know why? Because they're they're not even going to need tanks. They probably just need comfy shoes and some water. And they're going to get to walk right across. That's something to think about, people. And you think I'm lying. You think it's not possible. Look at the shit in Afghanistan. Where the Taliban's back to killing everybody again? Cause we just left left our drones, left left the Humvees. Uh, you know that that's Joe's build back better. You know, just say, oh screw it, they're not they're not a threat. We got to deal with uh, this virus that's killing like less than one percent of anybody that gets it and has a 99.75 percent survival rate. That that's what we really need to focus on right now. Not that nobody wants to work. Not that we're giving. What are we're, we're the eviction things? We can't evict people because people are just now allowed to live for free. But, yeah, we're not trying to be Venezuela. Come on, people. I apologize for being crotchety, but but goddamn, you know, we can do better. We should be better. But, alas, here we are. You know, and you, you, you tell yourself, fuck, I hope the midterm elections turn this shit around. You know, but what if they don't? Then what? You know, are we all gonna move to Florida, Tennessee, Alabama, Texas, uh, and get as far away from the kooky blue states as we can? I mean, sure. I mean I don't know if they can hold us off. You know, I, I feel like you guys should let me go first just because I'm no, I'm just kidding. But um I, I, I don't know. You know, I wish I wish I had better answers on that. Um I wish I had some liberal clown who could sit here and tell me there's actually a rhyme to anything that's going on. But let's be real. They're not paying attention. They're just glad that uh, Trump's out of office, and which is weird because they're still talking about him. You don't ever hear him talk about Joe. I mean, he's kind of like Joe gets up there and he's like, bloom, bloom, bloom. you know, poor guys. He's half dead. And it's kind of curious what's going to live longer, Joe Biden or America. But um, that's all I got tonight, folks. It's supposed to be a lovely weekend here this weekend. I don't mean that facetiously, uh, as that seems to have been the tone for the the whole episode. I hope everybody has a great weekend, a safe weekend. Um, Feel free to hit the merch site. Uh, Lots of cool stuff there. Keep buying. You guys are doing a great job on that. Drink up, and hey, we'll holler at you next week if we're all still here. Peace.